0: Welcome back to another episode of Keynotes. I am Lakia Brown and this is Dr. LaKeitha Poole. Um, This is a mental wellness and performance podcast here with LSU Athletics and we are so excited today to talk about diversity and performance. So any first thoughts?
1: Um, Lots of thoughts. Always lots of thoughts. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. I know in our first episode, just with us introducing people to what Keynotes is, um, for us to take, you know, a moment, particularly during this month, it's Black History Month. Um, We talked last time about celebrating girls and women in sport. And so all of those are also components of diversity. And um, I think a lot of times when people are thinking of performance they only think of sort of athletes. But obviously we hope athletes are listening. We hope um, folks that work in athletics departments are listening um, because performance also plays a piece in there. So I'm super excited about talking about this, about being uh, really intentional of giving people tools and tips that hopefully make them excited to keep listening to keynotes. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So our first segment key quotes our favorite maybe we don't know yet we haven't decided yeah we're still still figuring that out it's episode two we'll figure it out (laughs) but um we thought it would be pretty cool obviously to think about um, when we're talking about diversity and performance and what does it mean to really embrace differences um and embrace the unique things that make us who we are and uh, we found a really cool quote from someone who we admire and who we think is pretty awesome and who we hope if she's listening will come on the show at some point um, and share her own keynote with us. Um, And that would be coach Tanya Johnson, who's head coach of LSU's volleyball team here. Um, And one of the things that I know in my experience just with her working with their team um, from a performance perspective is that she is all about um, the women on that team being themselves, being super intentional about showing up as themselves, um, and she models that. And so, um, a quote from actually when she first came on as our head coach, um, she was interviewed, and I remember that standing out was a big deal. Her coming home, she's a Louisiana girl as well, so I love that, um, and her just talking about, you know, she's all about being Tanya and not being somebody else, and. That's a sentiment that she echoes to her players and um, just assuring them, like, she wants them to be themselves. She doesn't want them to show up as someone else. And, of course, if you're surrounded by that type of encouragement and environment from your coach, for sure, but in general, um, you're going to be your best. And so uh, the quote that really stood out from that whole conversation that I saw from her, it just said, they don't have to be someone else to be successful, figure out what it is in life that you wanna be and go with that. And I think if we all do that a little bit more, uh, we'd be happier people, we'd be much more mentally and emotionally well. Um, And especially if we could feel like we could show up like that in spaces. So it's not just transforming ourselves sometimes, but in this example from coach, it's being able to transform like your team environment, your workplace environment, um, just to make things sort of better and and, uh, free for people to be themselves. So, I love that quote. What do you think?
0: I love it too. I mean, authenticity is key for sure, and being able to be comfortable enough to show up in a space and be your complete and whole self um, is important wherever you are, whether on a team, in a workplace, I mean, amongst family and friends, being able to be your complete self without feeling uncomfortable, or like you have to hide parts of yourself. Um, I mean, that's key to being able to perform well in any any aspect, any place, anywhere. Um, so I love that quote, and I think it's literally the words to live
1: by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Coach Tanya is pretty cool, so. She is really cool. <laughs> if anyone we'd want to take, Um, As far as like a key quote, she would be someone that I would totally trust um, and thinking about her perspective and the success she's had as a as a coach. So Mm -hmm. um, obviously we want to be able to shout her out a little bit there, but also use that as the kickoff for our topic. Absolutely. So next up would be our key notes, which is the heart um of our podcast and the namesake of our podcast Um, and so again like lakia said we're talking about the significance and the importance and the usefulness of diversity um, and its connection to performance and so for me obviously as a mental health practitioner as a sport and performance practitioner um i can appreciate when um, a coach just like the example we gave you know encourages a team to be able to embrace all of who they are um, you play better when you're able to show up as your full self you feel better when you're able to sort of like not have to shed layers of pieces of youth in order to be able to accomplish a goal and so um i think diversity in itself is obviously a huge component of success for any team um, if you look at some of the most successful teams that have existed in LSU's history, for sure. Um, but in nationally, depending on whatever sport you're a fan of, um, those teams usually are made up of people of so many different backgrounds, so many different stories that come with them getting into their sport. And so um, that, too, plays a part. And you know, it's not just X's and O's. It really is about like what that person brings to the table to make the collective invincible. Um, And so, you know, I I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate that both for sports, like teams, but even in the workplace. Like, I think we're a better athletic staff because there's so many of us from different places, from so many parts of the world, um, different life experiences. And it takes a lot of time to get to know those parts of everybody. You have to be intentional. uh, But when you are, I mean, it's kind of magical.
0: Absolutely. Um, And one thing that I love about being uh, here in this athletics department is a couple months back, my team, so the creative team, we're called South Stadium Productions. We did a predictive index. And the way it only took me five minutes to fill out this questionnaire and the answers completely read me, I was so surprised. I was literally so surprised. Mm -hmm. And the really cool thing about it is you fill out, um, maybe there's a couple dozen adjectives that you would describe yourself, and then you do it again and you essentially assume what other people might um, describe you as. Then you'll get the summary of like your workplace habits, um, things that you can work on, how to work best with people, um, how to be a better communicator. So we've really been digging into that and using that as a tool. And we've actually had a pretty big group sit down where we just talk about predictive index That's and awesome. how we can use that to work better with each other. Because for a big team that is doing so much and we have so many diverse athletes only having like a similar um, i don't want to say a similar mindset but not having that diverse background to add a little color and add a little context to maybe a student athlete that you can relate with a little better, Mm -hmm. being able to have those tools as a staff, we are able to better service our student athletes, our teams, our coaches. And for us, that is the performance piece that at the end of the day is also helping um, our teams meet their goals as well. So there's so many incredible tools that can help elevate Performance and also speak to how important diversity is as well. Have you had a chance to do the predictive index?
1: Yes, I did it um, for myself. Our team hasn't done it ironically, the mental health team hasn't yet, um, probably because we're just busy, but, <laughs> but I love them. Um, in general, I love any type of sort of inventory that allows you to be able to take sort of that Uh, oversight perspective of like here's who I am and here's who people view me as Um, because I think that's kind of how we all navigate and exist in the world like Mm -hmm. we're kind of trying to kind of toggle between okay I want to show up as myself in in this way but sometimes we feel restricted or limited into who we maybe have to be Mm -hmm. and so I think that's phenomenal that as a team you all have taken time to like share that with one another so that people don't have to feel like they maybe have to show up as only like a limited version of themselves because of like making other people comfortable or trying to figure out the best way, you know, to 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 turn like something as, as cool as differences into something that can be a successful team. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't know that everyone takes the time to do that. And you would think, you know, it's 2023, that maybe people would mm-hmm. be much more intentional about um, sort of, I like to call it the diversity of thought, right? It's not just, our race, our gender, those things matter as well and have to be considered. But really, diversity is about being able to see the world through different lenses and bringing that all together through our expertise, through our passion for whatever we're doing, and like make this thing rock and like be able to say, okay, here's here's what I can can share as my expertise. Here's what you can share. Um, now let's do this in a way that nobody else in the world can do because nobody else has this particular team of people mm-hmm. to make this happen. And so. Um, I love watching that sort of unfold um, with our teams. It's pretty cool actually to see it. Um, I love when we get new you know, freshmen and transfers in from all over the world and watching kind of that process of them build a team and, and create those connections based on the things that actually make them different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We're better because of our strengths. Um, but that's only because I, we have different strengths. And so mm-hmm. I love it. I, and you know, my hope is that more people would take time to kind of like do a little digging into themselves so that you can kind of know what do you bring to the table and that makes your organization, your team, your business, whatever it is, um, so much better. So
0: I have a question for you. Okay. Um, as it pertains to diversity and performance and the teams you work with, mm-hmm. How do you pick what team building activities make the most sense for that team and what they need to gel together?
1: That's a great question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before, but <laughs> <laughs> but I love that, um, and and I love it because it fits. I think it fits into what we're talking about, right? Like I do take a lot of time and intention to literally you know, pull up a ro- the roster. Like, I literally look at the roster. I look where people are from. I look to see, you know, how many freshmen do we have? How many transfers do we have? How many upperclassmen? Um, because everything related to sort of the core topics that most times coaches ask me to work with their team on are centered around leadership development. Um, you know, it may be some mental skills training, like visualization and um, being able to sort of like Understand your pressure points and and, and peak moments, uh, which we have a lot of those in a lot of our sports. Um, and so it really is about almost like kind of doing a for me a, a mental profile on the members of the team first. And I kind of do that and start to design what I call a playbook for myself, like a mental performance playbook. And I'll put that together. But then i also take a look at like our coaching staff for that team right like where are they from what connections do they already have sometimes You know, members of our our coaching staff like know each other through different paths, different universities they've been to. Um, We have teams where like some of our coaches have now taken on some of their former players, which I think is phenomenal Mm -hmm. because now they've reached that level of elevation in their careers and can now come back and kind of serve those teams that they were once a part of. And so um, I try to think about all those components. And then, you know, I think something in general, whether it's with teams or even when I sometimes we get to work with some of the departments on campus. Is too to help them think about you know, what this looks like. I, I also ask probably pointed questions of what do you really think you plan to contribute because that's that unique piece that even though the people that experience that person every day might think okay her strength is this, his strength is this that's what we're going to build our team around this is perfect. Well if they don't see that in themselves it's almost a waste of time <laughs> to be mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it's just not It's not as easy to fully always show up, just like we've been talking about, as yourself. And so what other people may perceive as your strength or perceive as your contribution to the team could be completely far from what you hope um, to do. I mean, as a leader, for me, even leading a department, I think about that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I know that there is a perception that just comes with somebody because of a title of being like assistant AD for something. Like, you're an administrator by default, um, and I'm cool with that. But at the same time, um, there are parts of of Lakitha that have to also show up in order for me to do that well. And I think have been a part of the journey for me to get that title. And mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting to think about it but it's actually one of my favorite things to do is I love when coaches reach out and ask me to build something out for their team especially preseason um, it's a little bit more complicated if you're in the middle and you're panicking and you're trying to like scramble oh, yeah. um, but I'll do it <laughs> but it's easier if you think about it on the forefront even though things can change injuries happen um, you know teams, the structure changes people transfer like all that but year to year if you can have some foresight on like okay how do we mesh all of our differences together to make sort of a powerful force oh man it's so much and it's so much fun for the athletes and it's fun for me too but that doesn't matter as much
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you are definitely key to their success key Key. hello (laughs) 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 haha (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. So that's that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Um, I've only seen, I saw you work with volleyball once. Mm-hmm. And I saw clips of you in the climb working with the gymnastics, with gymnastics team. Gymnastics, yes. So, I mean, you know, every team, their dynamics are different. What they need is different. But what is the one consistent part of the job that is the same no matter what?
1: um mm. i think for me getting to see the evolution of a team uh-huh. from beginning to end whether i'm like super involved with the team or not um if they're you know we've, we've split the teams up in sports psych and so i have like certain teams that i actually do see much more um but i no matter what we'll watch that team from beginning to end Um, And this is pre like LSU gold, which LSU gold is great, because now people get an inside look into it. Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) But before that, you know, being present, going to practices and like showing up to competitions and literally watching and kind of like becoming a student of this team of people that again, looks different year to year, even with so many returners. So I think that's the part that always stays the same as like the process and the the buildup of the, both the excitement and a lot of times anxiety in me, and I'm not an anxious person, but watching our teams play, particularly the ones that are assigned to me, um, it's tough, you know, from mm-hmm. an emotional standpoint in an exciting way, but both, uh, both that and, you know, also just wanting them to do well because we all get to see how hard they work. Mm-hmm. And so that's always the same. It doesn't matter like, what's happened, who maybe is like out for the time being or whatever because of injury, different things like that. Every competition, every practice, I'm sitting there like probably holding my breath. And that's just because I know how hard they work. I know you know, what some of their personal goals are individually just because of the work I get to do and um, to watch them shine, but also sometimes to watch the falls happen, to watch the, the injuries happen and to see them fight to get back. Um, that is something that, you know, no matter what, I always find valuable. And so that stays the same with teams, you know, if, if they can really kind of model that, I think knowing that you're just riding the wave, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think gymnastics has a great theme this year that actually models that like the whole idea of the climb. Um, it really is a climb and it's a climb every year. And along that climb, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have to take breaks. You're going to have to stop and get some water. Mm-hmm. And so um, that has stayed kind of true to me over these, these last seven years. I've been in the department for sure, and I've loved it. I guess that's why I keep coming back for
0: more. Absolutely. So one more question, mm-hmm. specifically for gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So we've already hit on their theme of the season, that is we climb.
1: Yep. Did you help them come up with that? No, but I was there when they did. Uh-huh. Which was cool. I'm smiling because it was like fun. Um, So I got to go with them this year on um, their team advance, which is like, you know, just a time for them before the season gets started to do some leadership development training and that sort of stuff. So I did get some time with them to do some of that. Um, But this is a process that I think has been a a tradition sort of for them during that time. Mm -hmm. And so I got to see that for the first time. Um, And it, it literally is what you think of where you, you know, you think of sort of the movie, like A Beautiful Mind and like there's all this stuff happening in the room and there's ideas flying and there's like you know there's all this stuff going on with like themes and what's important to us and who are we and really asking each other really good performance-based questions um which i I mean almost felt like a proud like auntie you know watching it because i'm like ah they get it like these are the things you have to ask one another to make it happen and so um I got to see them literally go through, they had they had all kind of other themes up there as well, and mm-hmm. they took a dry race board and they just went for it. Um, and Coach Courtney kind of led that part of it, and um, Coach Bugs as well, Coach Nat. Um, and so being able to think about, you know, just all the things that c- they came up with, I actually thought were great. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way, that stood out. Um, and I don't know if they'll remember this, but on our ride there, um, there was a song that came on that I think is either called The Climb or We Climb.
0: Is it by Miley Cyrus?
1: Possibly. You know, I don't know. It's, it's not called my The Climb. Area, probably. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, it's like a gospel song almost.
1: Yes, well, I mean, that's what I felt like. So I'm on the bus with them and like we're riding um, to their advance and the song comes on and like at certain points of the trip, you know, people kind of dozed off. It was a few hours long of a drive and so people dozed off, people kind of were back awake and when that, whatever about this song, it came on and I mean, the whole bus like woke back up singing at the top of their lungs Um, and so I just think it's ironic that that was before they even got to this decision-making process. I think that was two days after when they finally chose the theme Um, but something about being with them even when they were singing that song because I'm like what is this song that has them like this pumped up Um so forgive me girls if I didn't I didn't know it so they, they know that I don't know most songs that they're singing and so um it was pretty cool though to just see again I, I turned around and I see the diversity of this team singing along to what we think is Miley Cyrus and like being able to just kind of come together in a moment around being unified around a message. And that's usually what every team has to think about. Like, what is our message? What is our you know sort of burning point that is going to be the exclamation point on this season in whatever form and i I love that actually all of our teams do that um i'm excited about softball's theme i don't know if they've like told people yet so i'm gonna wait but like it's i think it's really cool Mm -hmm. um i love what women's basketball has right now like it's kind of welcome to the show it's like and we're gonna put on one for you and Mm -hmm. they do do. um emotionally for me every time (laughs) Um, and so I, I think it's, it's just pretty cool to, to get to be a part of that from, you know, my role. Um, but yeah, the, the whole thing of like, we climb, it feels powerful Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be something other people understand, which is why I also like it. And I encourage folks to think about, it needs to make sense to the people who have to do it every day. Mm -hmm. They have to get up and climb every week. Every meet, yep. um, every postseason um, in order to try to make it the best, which is, you know, they're a good example of why that team has so many superstars and not just because of the events that they do, but superstars in like the character and the values of those members of that team, um, they all contribute something, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty cool. You know, that's why I tell people all the time I can nerd out about performance and mental health because it is layered into everything that we do. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for them. I
0: think, so my favorite thing about that anecdote, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. you see what I did there? Uh Uh My favorite thing (laughs) about that story of like hearing them essentially, you know, kind of snap into a moment where they're all like singing that song together. Mm -hmm. Um, I go back and I think of episode three and four of The Climb where you know episode three is talking about Kami Hall and you know her journey. Episode four is about Kaya Johnson and her journey mm-hmm. and I just remember hearing Kaya Johnson's dad saying I did not know a team could love each other like this. Yeah. And for me I cried during both of those episodes not even gonna lie. <laughs> Seeing their Seeing them trying to like restrain and hold back those emotions of knowing Mm -hmm. that Kaya had just been injured. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was like, wow, I can feel this through the screen. Like you feel how much they love each other. And I think that is an important and incredible part of like what diversity means to a team and how that ultimately contributes to performance no matter what happens. Win, loss, tie, doesn't matter. Um, That camaraderie that they have is amazing. And in some way, shape or form, all of our teams have that. We just don't see it all the time. Mm -hmm. But that is so cool. Like I I would have never known about that story yeah. but, like man i wish <laughs> I like could.
1: now i'm gonna cry again i know <laughs> like
0: man i wish i could have been a fly on the wall yeah it was bus. it was
1: a, it was pretty awesome both the bus ride and um that moment where they like i said they you felt like they were in you know the war room of them like planning what was going to be the theme what was going to be the thing that was going to carry them mm-hmm. and again at that time they had no idea what was coming like you know in that moment. Cammy and Kaya both were supposed to be major parts of, you know, this season. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it still fit them is because they took the time to include everyone as a part of the decision to make We Climb their theme. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of the day, everybody felt accountable in the, in the midst of changes mm-hmm. um, to still step up and keep climbing. And yeah, it's it's pretty phenomenal. I think if I like... Constantly focused on and thought about every team that I've worked with and watched how their seasons have unfolded, I'd probably be crying all the time. Um, I just don't ever have room for that because I have to let other people cry um, with me. And so, but it's, it is it is pretty beautiful to see how differences, how diversity, how uniqueness, but also how, like, you know, just the love of their sport and each other, it can carry you mm-hmm. um, in ways that you would never imagine. So, Yeah, they're pretty dope. I love it. Oh, that's
0: amazing. That's amazing. And I really love that as sports psych, like y'all get to grow with them Mm -hmm. in that journey, too. I'm sure that's so cool to see.
1: It's fun. I love it. (sighs) Well, we got one more area. And I mean, we're already kind of talking about. Yeah, it's it's a perfect segue, honestly. So, you know, our last segment is our key dotes because we love to dote on our athletes. Uh, The fact that we still laugh at each segment is going to be fun for you all um, who listen. But um, our key dote section is just basically where we shout out, you know, someone, someones, if we want to. um, Or even just like, you know, last week's episode was about just the nature of what was happening around us at that particular time. Um, But we do have a key dote to to name and again ironically we kind of ended just talking specifically about one of those teams but i'm gonna let you share our dote for the week
0: absolutely so i've got a couple but a nice segue from our little conversation about gymnastics Mm -hmm. just want to give a shout out to Haley bryant the all-around queen she was week three um in the conference as the gymnast of the week so super proud of her, excited to see her back on the floor tonight against Georgia. And we are also just about a week and some change away from LSU softball having their first pitch. Mm-hmm. And we would also like to give a shout out to the preseason all SEC team. That is Sierra Briggs, the Golden Glove winner, ali Clip. Kilponen, Mm -hmm. and Taylor Pleasants. So, so excited to finally see them on the diamond. Um, I think their theme is pretty out there now. It's in our element. Yep, it is, I'm
1: excited about
0: it. once you follow along on social, you're gonna see how cool it really looks. Um,
1: But those are our dotes for the week. Those are our dotes. So we hope that if nothing else, We've given you some perspective on thinking about diversity and performance and how does that also benefit mental health? We could probably have talked about it even longer and Mm -hmm. more, Um, but really just being intentional, you know, as you think about ways to maybe incorporate this into your everyday life. Um, And so we hope that we'll keep dropping some keynotes to you um, that will be helpful and useful. And we hope that we'll see you right back here next week absolutely
0: nothing more to add but this (laughs) is keynotes and my sweatshirt says it's it's a beautiful day to be a black woman in sports because it is is.
1: always we'll see you next week (laughs) see
0: ya